I did think it was cute, and it was. As I was sipping it, I was like, mm. I love that that's their sales angle. I mean, it's a good one. I was like, ooh. Isn't this Frappuccino adorable? It's so small and overpriced. I love it. <laughs> so small and overpriced. It was. It was like $4. I need one. God, was... those are like Beats headphones. <laughs> I know. And you know what's so funny is I, we, when we went to the store to look at headphones, because my headphones died, let's have a moment of silence for my headphones. My headphones died, and we went to Best Buy, and I was like, I'm not getting Beats, which I didn't get them. But they like they almost sold me. <laughs> you were ready to drop like four hundred dollars on the I ones know. just that were just because they were that cool, smooth gold color. I know. And then we went to B and H, and the guy there told us the guy was like, "Don't put Beats headphones; they're awful." That they make them for about five dollars a pair. Yeah, they totally do. And that they're set to frequency levels that are likely to damage your ears after prolonged use. I know, but pretty four hundred dollars for ear damage. They're pretty and overpriced. Well, and no one has the. They're gold. pretty overpriced. <laughs> Is that a selling point? The overpriced. Yeah, yeah. Because wow. well, when you're walking around, you're basically just like a walking advertisement for how much money you spent. I mean, not that I. Want want that but i just think like but those you would buy ones, it for that reason no 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 what i was but gonna say is those specifically i you know i'm kind of bougie and that like i want to have stuff everybody else doesn't have and i don't i've never seen anyone wearing those gold ones and it's probably because they're so expensive everyone's like fuck that i'm not buying those oh whatever i'm not buying them anyway so whatever maybe i'll start a gofundme <laughs> <laughs> go, go buy me shit that, that's, that's basically that's right basically what they're for Hi, I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is Last Name Basis. Welcome to the podcast. We just kind of forgot to say things. There. I was just waiting to see if you were going to say something because I was going to say welcome to the podcast, but then I realized that I said that last week and I didn't want to be like the same. I was going to go, welcome to our podcast. Oh, that was bad. The f- it was really bad the first time. What, wait, last week you mean? Yeah. Why? Because you did the whole like, yeah. And that was just, I mean, they, they were like, they were like audible jazz hands. <laughs> it was terrible. That's really funny. Uh, that definitely should accompany some jazz hands, but whatever. Um, My God, it is fucking hot outside. Oh. We finally made it to summer. It took a long time to get here. It's not even summer yet. Summer, June 21st is the official first Wait, day this of is summer. spring? Technically, it's still spring, and it is balls hot. What is balls hot even? Where does that come from? It comes from the fact that balls get really hot. Oh. Yeah. Okay. They're I, hot. You want, you want a quick science corner here? Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, okay. So balls are external sex organs so that they can maintain a cooler temperature than the internal temperatures. Whoa. Right. So that when they're, when they're basically, when they're pent up in those pants and boxers and things. They get hot. They get hot, but they get hot very easily, and so they get sweaty very easily. So you end up with sweaty, disgusting swamp balls. Yeah, which I was going to say for this language, B, but there it is. It's getting hot in here. So take out all your balls. We put ballers in a triangle. Bobble keep it 100 tie optional. With a person from a desk acting on the screen. You know who it is, man, it's Chester Lee. He's a lawyer, she's an activist. And you're tuning to them live. This is last name basis. You ready? Okay. So I'm really excited because my best friend Delon is in town. He's here for the summer. And we have decided that we are going to take a hip hop class. What does that mean? So you're gonna you're gonna beatbox, right? No, like a hip hop dance class. It's not gonna be like the history of hip hop. 
That would be <laughs> the history of, um, I, I loved I loved the idea of you two sitting in a classroom environment with a textbook in front of you all about hip hop. It goes back uh like sixty years. Yeah. That I that ugh, I don't think I would do very well in that class. But instead I'm taking another class that I'm probably not gonna do well in either. <laughs> I know you're not gonna do well. Remember that time you tried to tell me you used to be a hip hop kid? Okay, first of all, I never When we saw the hip hop kids no, dance. No, no, no. I didn't say I didn't say I used to be a hip hop kid. I oh said no, you I said you wanted to wanted be wanted to be a hip You were like twenty five when you said that. So what? <laughs> you were sitting there jealous of these I was of these eight year olds who were popping and locking in I'm the middle of a public so, square. I'm so jealous of like little kids that can dance i just i you know here's the thing it's like not that i'm a bad dancer but like i just what i was clearing my throat okay well because i know that you don't have something to say about my (laughs) dancing skills because i'm um, a head bobber and i do it really effectively yeah but that's what i mean you just head bob you don't do anything else so like don't even try to come for me and my dancing skills i can willingly acknowledge that i'm not as proficient at dancing as i would like to be which is why P.S. I'm taking a hip hop dance class this summer. <clears throat> you are so rude. You didn't even dance at our wedding, dude. I did. No, you did not. No, I didn't. You did not. No. Okay. So but that's okay. No, it's totally fine. I still, I mean, I was still married to you. I was like, well, this, that's is, true. this is the life that I'm going to be leading. <laughs> a dance, a danceless life. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, we took a, um, we took a salsa class for exactly one class. Yeah, that didn't go so well. I really wish that we had kept going, but it was hard. Like it was far away from like this, like you got off the subway and then you had to walk. And I was like, fuck this. Not doing that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to take a subway and then have to walk somewhere? <laughs> it was really far from the subway. Yeah, it wasn't easy to get to. It was also really difficult. And then you did the you did the rotation thing where you switched off partners, yeah. so you constantly had this stream of new of new partners to dance with, and it, it got really weird at times. Some people had really bad breath. Other people just were really rigid and couldn't stay on beat. Yeah, one girl I was dancing with did this really just just exaggerated body roll for each step. So oh. she'd step back and she what? would do this whole like roll her shoulders and her entire torso. Wait. And then she would step forward. She would roll her whole torso forward. It was the most obnoxious thing. Okay. First of all, I am not comfortable with some girl body rolling on my man. And I'm really upset that you didn't tell me about this when it happened. No, there was, I mean, it was all, we were clothed. So there was no nudity. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, a body roll is a somewhat intimate move. No, she was clearly practicing. It had nothing to do with me. It was like I wasn't even there. <laughs> it, was, it was voyeurism. Oh, my God. I was just watching. Yeah, well, we've never gone back to salsa class. Maybe we can try and find one that's actually closer to the subway station so that we can actually go back. Nah, I'm over it. Okay, well. So I saw for the first time a man in a skirt. What? Yeah, I mean, I mean, a regular guy just walking around wearing a skirt. That's kind of cool. I mean, I was, I was jealous in I this was, weather, to say the least. Yes, um, I have a skirt on and it is glorious right now. I've always been jealous of skirts when it's hot as balls outside, to use your your favorite phrase. Thank you. Um, and this guy had a skirt and he was just wearing it just like a normal skirt. Was uh, he, he was a normal guy, looked like he wasn't doing anything unusual or interesting. What was the rest of his outfit? It was like a t-shirt. He just had a shirt on and a skirt. He was just a man wearing a skirt. 
Good for him. I kind yeah. of hope that more guys get into that because Why? honestly, well, because I mean, I, you know, I'm feminist. I'm all about equality. Uh-huh. And that means equality for you dudes as well. And I think that you should have the freedom to experience the joy of wearing a skirt in the summertime because hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah, I would I would love to do. I would totally I, I wouldn't do it. I would never do that actually. And then you can stand in front of the AC, dude, when you stand in front of the AC with a skirt on, it is Kind of special. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why our living room smells? <laughs> oh my god! You are such a piece of shit! I cannot believe that you just suggested. That was the worst thing. That was I think I've ever said to you. That is the grossest. <laughs> Don't worry, I will get you back for that. Oh my god. So embarrassed. Not because it's true, I'm just embarrassed. (laughs) No, it's it's certainly, there's no truth in that. So, did you know there's a lady who is suing eBay because she claims that she owns the sun and she should be able to sell real estate there? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. That is fucked up on so many levels. That makes so little sense. A, she claims to own the sun. B, she's trying to sell real estate on the sun. Mm -hmm. C, She's suing eBay? Because she was using eBay to sell square footage of the sun. She was selling them for a dollar for 11 square feet, which kind of surprised me because that's not a lot, right? A dollar? A dollar is really cheap. A dollar for 11 square feet? But there's also a lot of sun. So if you did the math, you definitely would be wildly beyond imagination rich. Right. If you were able to sell. But also, why 11 square feet? Why not I don't 10 know. square feet? Well, whatever reason she decided it, which that does sound kind of plausible, she was using eBay. <laughs> like we're, we're trying to make sense of this ridiculous scheme. Why not? Let's go all in. She was using eBay to sell her real estate on the sun. And eBay said, no, we are going to shut this down. And here's the thing. I think that if someone is dumb enough to purchase square footage on the sun then they should be able to. She deserves all of that money. Go for it. She's only suing the site for $11,000. She really likes ones. What's going on <laughs> she's with just, this lady? She's just into the ones. Um, here's the thing. You're selling property on the sun? Shoot for the stars, baby girl. Just go ahead and <laughs> The like, sun is a star. You exactly. do realize Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Shoot for the stars and ask for a, you know, sue for a million. Why not? You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why that's... only sue for $11,000? I should tell you that i own a timeshare on the sun what yeah yeah okay i thought it was a good idea because how much first of all how much of our money did you spend on this timeshare i spent eleven dollars okay (laughs) it's not too bad i thought it was a great idea because when you buy a timeshare on the sun you can't actually there's no way to actually tell time on the sun time for all other planets is based on its revolution around the sun so you can use it year-round so, yeah, pretty much I can use it whenever I want. Okay. I found a loophole, basically, and now I own a small portion of sun that I can use whenever I want. Okay. Here's what I want to know. Yes. Why have you not taken me there? Who are you taking to this timeshare <laughs> on the sun? I only, I only take my mistresses. Okay. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be jealous. They're not that hot. Not till I get them to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, you know what? I hope when you get back, you have a severe burning sensation in your lower in your lower region from taking those not so hot 
whores it, to the it sun. Is, it, is, <laughs> it is hot as balls on the sun. <laughs> on the sun. Oh, speaking of burning sensations. Oh, God. That's that's definitely a way to intro a topic. Speaking of burning sensations. We have two themes this episode. Heat and genitalia. I know. Why are we so dirty this episode? (laughs) Want to get dirty? Oh, that was good. Thank you. So um, public health officials believe that a rise in spread of STDs are linked to uh, social media apps like Tinder, Grinder, Christian Mingle. Maybe not Christian, Christian Mingle. Christian Mingle is not a hookup <laughs> site, I'm pretty sure. Hey, you don't know. It's mingling. They mingle. They're not like Grinder says, like, we are grinding. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Tinder, Tinder says you're what? I don't know what that means. Tinding? I don't. I really don't know what Tinder means. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Oh, Tinder, like it starts a fire, starts a flame, burning flame. Burning. God, it fits right in. Yeah, it's like they wrote it for LMB. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like we wrote it. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, so they've 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 um, apparently they're they believe that there's a link between the increase in sexually transmitted diseases and the use of these sorts of sites, which you know are frequently used to as as hookups. In uh, in Utah, I know that gonorrhea infections have gone up uh, apparently 714% amongst women Whoa. since 2011 and about 300% um, uh, among men, which is interesting because I was thinking about this. Like, it's strange that the rate for women is more is double that for men. So I was thinking, like, do you think that people are just passing it back and forth? It's like the same people on this site passing it back and forth. So. That the women gave it to the men, then the men gave it back to the women. Mm. Like, if we check back in a week, the percentages for men will have doubled to be equal that for women. I don't know. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I guess I guess when you give someone gonorrhea, you should you should probably expect them to clap back. Oh, I see what you <laughs> did there. But listen, you know what? That was really cheesy. Yeah. But you. I'm going to give it to you because at one time we did say that you were going to try and use language words in the episodes to show that you are now proficient mm-hmm. in those words. And so you did it. I'm I went, really proud of you. I went above and beyond. I, I ex- actually expanded the use of the phrase. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty much this language master at this point. Yeah, no, that is a multi-layered, that is a multi-layered joke. So uh, thank you for that. That was just beautiful. Also, and the heat stroke, no, heat stroke, <laughs> heat, heat theme. The heat stroke, but that fits with the yeah, genitalia and heat, the heat. Heat stroke sounds like you're you are stroking. And right, it's hot. that's like masturbation on the sun. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in your timeshare of sin, <laughs> my timeshare. Is that what you do there? <laughs> Stroking in the heat. Oh God. Anyway, this this one isn't it, this isn't really as um, amusing, but there's something just so bizarre about it. So this mother in Virginia left her young children in a hot car, ages one and five, with the windows rolled up. That is terrible. It's awful, right? And she she did it to go into court for an appearance associated with a fine that she got for leaving her children in a hot, locked car while she went somewhere else. Did did she seriously, like, not learn anything? She clearly, she didn't learn anything. 
The first time she left her kids in there, she was going into a Sam's Club to shop. Like, you, that's... Why didn't you take the kids to freaking Sam's Club? <laughs> they have samples in there. Oh, just that's true. Just stick them at a sample desk. I mean, you don't want to leave them. But I'm just saying she didn't want to be with them <laughs> while she was, you know, perusing Sam's. Right. They might get abducted, but at least they won't be dead. And at least they'll be have be fed. You know what I mean? They've got, like, the little... The little... You kill two birds with one stone there. Exactly. Well, and, you know, and not kill your children. That is so terrible. So she was going to court for the car situation. Then they found them in the car. So I'm while guessing, she was in court. So I'm guessing that they just need to take them away. I, that's pretty bad. Also, it's but what blew my mind was I a a court appearance is not a quick process ever. But Sam's Club, nobody goes. Nobody runs in and out of a Sam's Club. No, absolutely not. You go to Sam's Club and you end up buying like a ton of stuff that you just really don't need because it's all in bulk. Who needs a freaking eight pound jar of Nutella? I don't know, but you can get one at Sam's Club. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't get your children's lives back at Sam's Club. Mm. Idiot. Should have bought in bulk. Oh, children in bulk? Is that <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's terrible. I don't even know what that means. So Miss Piggy, the puppet from the Muppets. The puppet from the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, she's my puppet from another Muppet. <laughs> She got an award. She was a, a got a feminist award, and this is, <laughs> this is like a really weird story because you know all the news outlets were reporting that Miss Piggy is now uh, asserting herself as a pro-choice feminist, and actually some of the headlines were saying that she's pro-abortion. Which usually when people are pro-choice, they're not pro-abortion. They're not like abortions for everyone. <laughs> they're usually saying, you know what. You decide what you want to do with your body. I support you. Mm, um, I abort you. I mean, <laughs> support you. <laughs> <laughs> You're bringing it with the puns today. Um, so I actually watched the clip, and Miss Piggy is not saying that she is pro-choice or pro-abortion. They asked her what kind of feminist she is, and she said, this kind of feminist, which is not what she sounded like, but I can't. You can't do a Miss Piggy voice. I know. I, I feel like that should be one of the easiest voices to oh, do, too. Oh, really? Please mm -hmm. do a Miss Piggy voice right now. I can't do it. I'm not even going to try to do but it. But that's I'm not what I'm just saying. Bit. You just said to me you felt like it should be really easy. I mean, you didn't For even... you, who does voices? I don't do voices. I don't dance. Remember, I bob my head. Right. Okay. Similar so to what I do for she's voices. Kind of like, she's kind of like, I'm a pro-choice feminist. Oh, God. That was... <laughs> like, while I was doing it, I was like, abort, abort, abort. <laughs> <laughs> You're pro-choice. I was like, I made the wrong choice. <laughs> <laughs> I regret this. I should have never gotten into bed with this joke. <laughs> I was like, in this impression now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I watched the clip. She does not say that she's pro-choice. She says that she's pro-everything. But that did not stop the trolls from being upset that Miss Piggy is supposedly pro-choice. And they were dragging Miss Piggy on Twitter. <laughs> like, first of all, she's a puppet. Like, what? Like, they will be upset over anything. The comments on Twitter were so funny. There were people that were like, that's why Kermit never married your fat ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's pro-choice. Like, we're, we're talking about puppets, right? These are puppets. Someone else called her a communist pig, which, yes, technically she is a pig. Then other people were like, oh, yeah, Miss Piggy. Well, I'm having pork chops tonight. And it's like, um, okay, well, you know, she's a puppet. So I don't think that she really has any allegiance to real pigs. That is hilarious. You know what, though? On a serious note, I hate 
I hate that people seize upon her status as a pig and as a puppet to discredit her. You know what I mean? Like we can't we can't talk about what it is she has to say as opposed to who it is that's saying it. Like, what does the fact that she's a puppet have to do with anything? I know. I mean, why can't we talk about the fact that there's a man's hand up her ass and that's why she's saying these things? Right. Or 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 it could be a woman. It's actually a man. Oh. Oh really? Yeah, I looked it up. Just I didn't I, know that. I was just curious. I but mean I, yep. Oh God. You look you want to see whose hand was up was up your was up your puppet friend. Yeah, I just wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he wears the lovely on his wrist. Oh no. <laughs> uh, God, this episode's so dirty. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I was gonna say that I hate that people seize upon the fact that she's a puppet and that she's a pig to discredit her. And and this has been the theme for a lot of puppets for a long time. Like Oscar the Grouch, not many people know this, but he's a climate change activist. Is he? Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't want to live in that garbage can, but he's all about reusing, recycling, and saving electricity. That makes a lot of yeah. sense, and I doubt that anybody has anything negative to say about him because he's helping the planet. Well, yeah, no, that's not true. The media, no? no, the media only reports on his outstanding warrants for failure to pay fines associated with loitering trespassing what? littering wow all you hear about is is his criminal history bert and ernie they're gay rights activists but all you get on twitter are fisting jokes wow instead of disrespectful right just because they're puppets gizmo from gremlins works at the food and drug administration does he really he does he does <laughs> he does but nothing but nothing but slanderous materials written about the gremlins Mm. Yeah, puppets have experienced this sort of thing uh, uh, for a long time now. And and much like people love to do with Obama, they love to point to George W's presidency as evidence that puppets don't face disparate treatment oh, in society. Yeah. They're like, we had a puppet in office for freaking eight years. Exactly. Like, no, <laughs> no one had a problem with him. Exactly. It has nothing to do with being a puppet. Puppets, puppets have, have all the rights everyone else do. I mean, yeah. if a puppet can be president, then clearly there's not a problem. Yeah, seriously. Pull yourself up from your little strings, you puppet. Like, right? Bootstraps, strings. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was thinking of like the Pinocchio puppet, like mm-hmm. with the string things. I, I don't really know if that worked, but you know what? I tried it, and that's what counts. So the story that everyone has been talking about for like the past two days is this lady, Rachel Dolezal, Dozel? I don't know how to say her uh, name. Dole. We should look it up. We'll just look it up right now. Hold yeah, on. Can let we, let just, me, can let me we look it phone. up on like Google Translate or something? Yeah, I'm going to pull it up. Here you go. Here it is. Are you African-American? I don't, I don't understand the question. Oh, okay. Yes. Perfect. That sounds, that's exactly how I thought it was pronounced. Uh, <laughs> Rachel Dolezal, Dolezal uh, of Spokane, Washington, has been pretending to be black since 2007. Um, and she is basically in blackface. She's wearing like a dark tan and like a really bad curly wig. And the reason that everyone's talking about her is apparently she received these like racist letters in the mail and um, she got these racist letters. She went to the police. Then she went to the news media to talk about it. And um, there's some suspicion around where these letters came from because she has a P.O. box. So it's not like someone could just drop them in the mail. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the mail that she got does not have postage on it. And it was not actually it didn't go through the postal system. Usually it has like a barcode or something. So either she put it in the mailbox or someone that works at the post office put it in the 
the mailbox. We don't really know. There's also some suspicion around the fact that she recently, oh, P.S., she's the president of the NAACP in her in her town. And uh, she was at the NAACP wow. and she found a swastika, like, drawn on the front door. And when they went to go check the security cameras, magically the security camera on the door was not working like just sketchy like weird stuff like that yeah that's really strange but that's a lot i mean that's going way out of your way to be able to draw a swastika on a door so that you can then act publicly outraged by the fact that a swastika was drawn on your door cutting off security cameras and stuff i mean you better be looking to rob somebody or kill somebody or something before i before i start messing with security cameras you know, I have, works, a, I have a purpose. But she, but That's she what I'm works. Saying. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna doodle. I don't want to like doodle like off camera. <laughs> That's not me. You're like, I need, I need privacy while I work. <laughs> um, no, but here's the thing: she works for the NAACP, so clearly she would have access to the security cameras if she wanted to turn them off. She probably could just like flip a switch or something. This woman is a drama queen, and she's also a blackface aficionado because she spent. All of this time disguising herself. She even hired like a black dude to play her dad. She paid that guy? I mean, I'm guess I hope she paid him. Like what how what else would he possibly get? Was she acting was he acting as her father though? Yes. Or was he just in a picture and I cause I know that well, she was a, showing pictures and saying there, that guy showing, in the picture. Yeah, is she was my dad. showing pictures of him, but then she also hosted an event for Black History Month and there's a photo of her posing with him promoting the event and saying that my father is going to come. And then this is like what's so awesome about the Internet is people who have she was a teacher. Also, she taught African-American studies, of course. Um, And so students of hers were posting on Tumblr about like how weird she was in class. And they they said that she brought this old black man to their class to speak to them about the civil rights movement. And he just like babbled on for an hour and no one knew what he was talking about. And then they were supposed to write a paper about it. And everyone was like, we don't really know what to say because he didn't say anything. (laughs) So wait, so even the real black people that she brought brings in to talk about black issues <laughs> don't know anything about yeah. them. <laughs> she's like i surround myself with black people that don't know shit he was, and that's why they think i'm black he was actually a white guy too he was just better at it <laughs> than she was he's like i'm really committed <laughs> he was her mentor she was like someday i will look like an old black man <laughs> that's the progression she yeah. probably started out as like uh as miss piggy um, so yeah, so her students were like, we don't really know what to write about this guy. And then she like broke down crying in front of her class. And she was like, my father came and you wasted his time. And like all of her students were like, my God, what is wrong with this woman? So she was like super committed. Um, my claim to fame though, is that she actually tweeted out shit white girls say to black girls. Oh, really? And she was like, true shit. Check it out. <laughs> this is the truth. <laughs> she like, knows about it. What are you talking about. How many people have tried to touch her hair? No one has tried to touch that woman's hair. Oh, she was also a hairdresser. Basically, she decided, because this is the only logical explanation that I can come up with for why this woman decided that she wanted to be black. Mm-hmm. Two things. She really wanted to say the N-word, which, you know, she thought, if I'm going to get away with this shit, I got to go full deep. I just got to be <laughs> black. 
But the other thing is, is that this was very profitable for her. She was selling like artwork of like black people. You know, she's a decent artist, but I think that for her, she knew that as a black woman selling this artwork that she could, you know, maybe people would really be more invested and actually want it. She was giving these like seminars on like the black woman's struggle. Like she, people were paying her to speak places about blackness when she's not actually black that's the worst part about it not you know it's offensive that she wanted to pretend to be black in the first place but to do that and then to play a, an influencing role then, on the black community yeah. even if she was working with the naacp and i know that the naacp said that they not necessarily stand behind her but said that her racial status is unimportant yeah they don't care if you're if you're white you can be a white person at the naacp right it's unimportant to the work that they do at the naacp if that's where she stopped that would be fine but then she's she's actually giving classes to teach black women about their heritage yeah she and then and then like one of the students wrote about that she did like a session about black hair where she wore a different wig to class every day and then like made the students write about like what they thought about her hair and then they went to a black church and like observed black women and like wrote about their hair like she was basically like a voyeur she was like I've always wanted to be black so I'm gonna just like wear this tan stuff and I'm gonna put on a terrible cheap curly wig and i'm gonna do like a bad wanda sykes impression and i'm gonna like teach black women's studies so that hair the hair that we see in all the pictures that's a wig i'm pretty sure that that's a wig I... that's that's a wig snatch moment right there if you <laughs> if you could wig snatch if someone had wig snatched her sooner we could have avoided all of this <laughs> well i mean she has some pictures of her with braids and she has absolutely no edges yeah like, but everybody that goes to the bahamas has braids oh that's true she definitely looks like one of those white ladies who's come back from the Bahamas. (laughs) She's got shells in there. Yeah, exactly. And they never last very long because they have literally no edges, so they can't even keep them in. Um, I don't know what that means. You don't know what edges? I've seen a lot of tweets talking about edges, and I've just had to be like, well, I don't know what this is. I'm going to (laughs) keep scrolling down the Twitter, hashtag Rachel... Looking for something I can understand. Damn it, I keep finding out these things and realizing I should put that in this language, V. You really don't know what edges are? No. You can't even guess what an edge might be. The edge. Well, of think something. about it. We're, we're talking, talking about, about her hair. We're talking about hair. The edge of her hair? Yeah, like hairline. It's a hairline. But I don't know what that I don't know how that translates, like why that's an important thing. Well, because black because white people's hair is finer uh-huh. when you're doing all of these like tight hairstyles, like our hair is coarser and thicker. Uh-huh. And so like it can be manipulated more than a white person's hair. So when you're doing braids and stuff and you're putting a lot of tension on your hair. A white person's hair is not going to be able to deal with that. And so your edges will be gone. And then people will say edges like if if like if you call someone out or you snatch their wig, you also snatch their edges. Ooh, you don't want to you, you take the edges from mm. them. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you can even give your edges away. You can what? <laughs> <laughs> well, like if someone, I had to sell my edges. <laughs> like if someone fallen on hard times. Like if you're if you're like watching an amazing performance by Beyonce or something. You just be like, take my edges. Like, like the performance is so good. The performance is so good that you're just like, here, just have them. I don't need these edges anymore. You know what I mean? Just snatched the edges from you. Wow. So we had a, that was very educational moment. Rachel, Um, I hope you were listening. (laughs) No, Rachel's like, girl, I taught the class. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote the book. I wrote the book. Um, 
so actually a hashtag started in Rachel's honor called Ask Rachel, uh, where people were asking her, you know, questions that black people should know. And I thought, what better use of our podcast than to ask you some of the questions that people asked Rachel? Okay, is this to see if I can if I can get these right? Let's see. Let's see if we can pass the ask Rachel task. Okay, during which time of day would left eye be too proud to beg? A morning, B afternoon, or C the middle of the night? C the middle of the night. Ooh, close! It's morning and middle of the night. Just morning and middle of the night, not middle of the day. If the love is strong and you got it going on, then I ain't too proud to beg. No, you don't know that song. I know the song. Yeah, she says if I need it in the morning or the middle of the night. Oh, so it's it's a trick question. Okay, here is another one. <laughs> if R. Kelly's mind is telling him no, what is his body telling him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just let it out. Just start start pissing. Well, you got it right. Yes, yes is the answer. Okay, um, here's another good one. Here's here's a here's a good one. If your mama is giving you an ass whooping and you start crying, does she a sit you down to talk or b give you something to cry about? Give you something to cry about. Yes, good one. Yeah. Did, did your mom do that too? Yes. Did she say I'm going to give you something to cry about? Yeah, actually, yeah. Oh. I think all moms say that to, oh. to children. Wow, yeah. that's really interesting. I did uh, not know that. Good job. Um, uh, I got one more. What do black people do on a Sunday afternoon after church? I don't get a. I don't get an ABC. No, I don't just, get this a, is just a. This is just choice. no. Just got to give it to me. Um, uh, I don't know. What do you do after they? they I don't know, go out their day. Maybe run some errands. Trick question. Church isn't over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I have to say that's one thing I love about Twitter. When some stupid shit happens, they always turn it into something amazing and hilarious. And this was no different because, in reality, this woman is a fraud. She is a terrible person. She used up police officers' time and money investigating her bullshit claims of harassment. That's unbelievable that they she tried to conscript the local police department to give her the attention that she wanted to suggest that she was actually. Facing some, I wonder if this was all some elaborate way of getting some sort of of writing a book no, later in oh, life. Oh, can I just tell you, a book deal is absolutely freaking coming, and that's why I don't feel bad about dragging her because people are like, oh, like, ugh, this is the other thing. People are like, oh, don't be mean to her. She clearly has a mental illness. Um, no. If she has a mental illness, she still needs to be held accountable for her actions. And I'm so sick and tired of mental illness being used every single time a white person does something messed up. Oh, he shot up a school? Must be mental illness. Like, no, she's a terrible, awful person. And it's totally okay for us to laugh at her and drag her for being terrible. And she needs to face consequences for her freaking actions. I think so, too. And more important than it is that she might just be some strange, crazy, mixed up person. Right. Is the fact that that actually has an impact yeah. on other people, especially when she puts herself in a role where she's going to teach other people of color yes. what it's like to be a person of color. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, that's crossing a big, bright line. You know, you're not just going about your about your life being confused and weird. You know what? I had people telling me, you'll, you'll be excited about this. Well, not excited. <laughs> I had people telling me on Facebook that Rachel is blacker than I am because she married a black man and I married a white man. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? I don't know, but so you had to be instructed 
yeah. by a white woman pretending to be a black woman. Yeah. That you. I should have taken her class. Maybe I could dance. Well, she. I mean, look. Well, no. Here's the thing. And you. When they were married, she was white. Like their wedding day picture. She doesn't have the curly fro. She's got blonde hair. He bought in. He knew she was doing this shit. <laughs> he said that he would. He was helping her. No, wait. You know what I think I read? I think that she started doing the shit after they broke up because they they are separated currently. Oh, okay. And Good so she said, you know what? I know how I'm gonna get him back. Bam! I'm gonna turn into a strong black woman. Which tells you that she has some serious freaking deep-seated racist issues. It, I just understand Clearly. how you can take all these African-American studies classes and teach these classes, and she still doesn't see the problem in darkening her skin. Yeah, that's a good point. She didn't learn a fucking thing. Like, what did you learn, right? Like, bitch, were you asleep during, like, that portion of the classes that you took? Ugh. And then I just couldn't, I could not believe how many black people were on my Facebook defending her and again telling me that I was like jealous of her or something. I don't even know. Like it was just bizarre. But yeah, I don't feel bad for her because I guarantee you that she's going to have a book deal and a lifetime movie. Well, I will not be reading or watching those things. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, you know what? Actually, I probably will watch. But just you know some... we will. Out of morbid yeah, curiosity. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we will we watch. We won't be able to control ourselves. I just want to see like what white woman they cast to play her. Like, <laughs> it should be maybe from Arrested Development. I think they look a lot alike. Uh, I mean, she does have the curly hair. So I, I thought, and you're not going to know who this person is. I thought it should be Rita Ora, who's like this singer who's white but she looks like she could be black like everybody thought she was like biracial mm. for a long time or like Iggy Azalea yeah well see I thought that Iggy Azalea was somewhere crying like really upset that Rachel like completely stole her thunder you know, <laughs> she's like oh, I'm supposed to be the one that's yeah. black she was crying <laughs> Vanilla Ice was crying there's a, there's a whole lineage <laughs> of white people pretending that they're black okay <clears throat> um, so we are coming towards the end of the show I think that it's time for us to move into this language B. Let's do it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. This week's language B is just a word, and the word is bruh. B-R-U-H. Oh, it's not spelled like like bro? No, it's bruh. Bruh. Is it is it um an acronym? No. It's not an acronym, no. but you gave me the spelling. But it's not you mean it's not like when you're like, hey, bro, what's up, bro? It's not it's not regular bra speak? Mm, no, not really. Then I'm... You Just get, try using it in a sentence. Um, this... I was talking to this bra, and... I fucking... I don't know, man. It's bra. Okay. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the double buzzer. I deserve Thank it. You. Triple buzz me? Yeah, triple buzz. Okay, so bra is a term used to describe something unbelievable or unjust. It's used to express annoyance, exasperation, um, indifference. So when someone says, you know, freaking Rachel Dolazar was teaching the black women's str struggle class, your response is, bruh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of, so it's like, bruh. Are you shitting me, bruh? Yeah, but it's not used to like, it's not used as like a greeting. It's used as It's like a grunt. It's like, bruh. Yeah, it's like, bruh. Oh, like, I can't believe I get it. it. Like, I just, it's just like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Do you, do you want to try and use it for real now? Bruh. <laughs> yes, it was really good. <laughs> that was perfect, right? Yeah, you did a good job. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, oh hilarious. Well, um, before we end the show, I just want to say thank you to everyone who tweeted us and let us know 
or let Patrick know that Fat Bottom Girls was actually a Queen song and not ACDC. There's a there's an update on that actually. What is that? Because I spoke with someone on Twitter and mm-hmm. I, I don't have their name and I apologize mm, for that. Uh, for being unprepared. Okay. Um but we decided that because Fat Bottom Girls doesn't sound like a lot of other famous Queen songs and sounds somewhere between like Queen and ACDC. Right. We split the difference and decided that it's a ZZ Top song. Oh, okay. Well, that's still wrong, according to our <laughs> audience. I have to say, I was so impressed because I had n- I had never heard that song before. And when I checked our Twitter mentions, I would say like 75% of the tweets were telling you that you were wrong. Yeah, people always show out to tell me I'm wrong. I kind of love that. <laughs> I, like, I they, mean, it's they've great. They've got nothing to say when we ask for like a popsicle conclusion. <laughs> But as soon as I as soon as I misstate the name of the band that you know wrote whatever song, they all show out. Oh my god! Thanks, that guys. So funny. And the same thing happened when you said that no one listened to the transplants. Everybody was like, "Actually, <laughs> yes. I listen to the transplants. I'm listening to them right now while I'm listening to the podcast." I was like, "Oh shit!" Patrick pissed everyone off. It was really glorious. So thank you so much. We welcome. Your feedback, especially when Patrick is wrong. <laughs> we welcome your criticisms <laughs> Yeah, of me. That's, Thanks. that's the best part of the audience feedback. So definitely make sure to give us your feedback, hashtag last name basis on Twitter, or you can tweet us individually at Cheska Lee. At Ty Optional. And let us know what you thought of the show, or if you have any slanguage B suggestions. Do you have any... Thing that you want the audience to to let us know about nope keep uh keep posting reviews on itunes that always makes us look good and feel good on the inside oh yeah and you can also email us lnbpodcast at gmail.com we would love to hear from you because so far we haven't heard from anyone <laughs> <laughs> let's say something wrong and then they'll they'll respond we'll get We'll get feedback. Okay. Yeah. So uh, thanks so much. I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this was Last Name Basis.